Welcome to episode 6 of the Kantan GamerCast. On this week's show, a Final Fantasy event teases the future of the franchise, a massive creepy head is paraded around Japan, and Konami is skipping E3. All this and more, coming up. So we're back for another week. How you doing today, Ryan? Hey, I'm doing great. How's it going, man? Good, good as always. Probably look a bit fatigued today and uh, been run run off my feet, but you know. Oh man, we're you here. Got, you still you still got some some game energy, right? <laughs> always, some, there's, uh... <laughs> there's always some reserve good. in the reserve tank. <laughs> yes, yeah. Save a little Genki for uh for the show. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah. So you know, we usually kick off the show and I ask you, you know, what what have you been playing this week, Ryan? But I think I already know the answer to it, and I think it's the same as me, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, new Pokemon Snap, uh, the game I've been looking forward to for uh, how many years? Twenty since twenty one, twenty two. I guess it depends, like when you, how you think about it. But yeah, it came out. Uh, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite a while ago. Um, mm. Yeah, and one of my favorites on the N64. Um, it's such an easy game to go back to, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very short and just fun and fresh. and uh, it, it doesn't really play like any other game either. It's kind, it's a really unique uh, experience. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the whole the whole on-rails system, right? If you just forget about Pokemon for a minute, but just on-rails games. Well, like the, all the crazy in like the 90s, right? Or the early 2000s. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, we think a lot about like House of the Dead and like Time Crisis and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, um, I uh, I love those on the rails like shooter games and, and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I felt like at the time they tended to have a higher level of polish because mm. you know they had more control over like the the environment and like which way you're looking. Yeah, like yeah. That. I think I feel like that's why they became popular in the first place because like when 3D first came around. They were, maybe the developers were thinking like, how can we like push the, f the fidelity up, right? But if it's like an open world, you have to anticipate the the player like looking in like any direction. But if you really yeah. control like not even just like the, the level is like linear, but like literally the the view is locked to a certain position, right? Or like a very limited range, so like it can maybe help you pump, bump up the uh, the fidelity a little bit more in areas, but. Yeah, you just don't see this kind of game anymore, right? Um, this kind of on rails thing. Yeah, yeah, not as not so common anymore. Um, mm. But I'm really happy to see this game coming back, um, and uh, I've been really enjoying it. Very satisfied with it. Uh, I feel like they really are um, not just remaking the game, but uh, evolving it because mm. there's like a lot of new systems and things they added. Uh, so, yeah, very really cool. Um, mm. Have you been enjoying it as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done probably about four or five hours on it so far. Um, so yeah, overall it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I played the first one and yeah, it's got all the same kind of vibes. But I think we kind of mentioned this last week or whenever we last talked about it. But quite impressed with the graphics, right? So it's obviously going to be an upgrade from the N sixty four version. But even for a Switch game, I mean, you can see like in the video here, like it just looks nice, right? The character models are really nice. And it looks like yeah. way better than like Sword and Shield does. Like that game just looked like janky as hell. <laughs> this oh, looks definitely. Smooth. Yeah, this is the the Pokemon we've been waiting for uh, graphically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, looks looks great. Mm. Um, although it does make me wish that the Switch was a little bit uh, more powerful, so we yeah, could see, yeah, the, sure. see them pushed even a little bit further. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the thing I've been missing it, is like there's no there's no 60 FPS, you know. So it's a bit. It's a bit blurry when you turn because you have to turn a lot sometimes, right? And you think like, "Oh shit, I missed that Pokemon," so you just whip the camera around, and oh, it, gets, yeah. it gets a bit like a bit gets a bit blurry. But at least it's it's got a smooth frame rate, you know. It's not like juddery or anything like that. So, yeah, my I've been playing it with my girlfriend, and uh, she says it makes her dizzy a little bit. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, and because uh, it's also quite zoomed in, you know, mm. like the uh, it's not a very wide field of view. It's kind of mm. like it, it's like you're looking through a camera. But yeah, anyway. That's what uh, that's what we've been working on this week, I guess. Yeah, actually, I got one um, one little thing I want to show off before we go into the next section. Oh yeah, sure. It's actually my birthday on on Saturday, and uh, my brother bought me this game and watch. Oh nice. Yeah, oh, cool. pretty pretty dope. But uh, 
Yeah, just got it. Got it in the mail, this little box, because he's still in England, right? But he he sent it. Uh, he, I don't know. He bought it from some store online in Japan, but I didn't open it yet. But it looks pretty cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, nice that's little, cool. It, nice little it has like piece. the the original Mario Brothers on there, right? Yeah, so he's got Mario's uh, Mario Bros. One and Two. It actually says on the back here. Um, so we can we see without the, the without the glare. There's a Mario Bros. One, Mario Bros. Two, a Ball, which I think is like the the kind of the juggling game. I think it doesn't actually oh, show a picture. It just says Ball, <laughs> and then there's a you can actually have a little digital clock as well. So oh, that's cool. I mean, it's a bit expensive to use as a clock, but you know, if you wanted to use it as quite like a little desk clock that, that's just kind of you know got a cool like retro game kind of vibe to it then it's a cool little way to to use it as well so yeah i'll probably crack That's it open nice. up at some point but I don't, it just looks so nice in the box like it's so it's so perfect yeah so, it looks great that's cool um uh, yeah i think i saw a video where someone got an uh, nes emulator working on there oh i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably doom you, as well if it's yeah, always like yeah. if, if, a, if new hardware comes out the internet just makes sure that Doom gets ported to it, like, whenever. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, so let's move on to our first news story of the week, which is a new Final Fantasy event that has been announced for the 7th of May. Uh, and it's going to be a, a live stream. Is that right? Yeah, I th yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, live streaming on the 7th. So uh, uh, I did find the, the live stream here, actually. Um, the page is already up, it looks like, on YouTube. So, yeah, it says, it says live in four days, uh, 8 p.m. I guess that's Japan time because this is all in Japanese. I don't know if it's going to be streamed in English, if there's going to be another stream in English. Um, give it, given the size of the franchise, I'd imagine there will be. Um, but yeah, they, 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 I, I was going to say, I think their website uh, has English, right? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, this is just the one I found uh, when I searched it. Um, gotcha. But but yeah, they'll either do that or may maybe they'll just stream in Japanese then just re-release it with subtitles or something. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, if we go to the, the, the website here, actually, there's a whole bunch of stuff actually because there's kind of like three games being announced. Or not, not announced, but like more details revealed, right? Um, I guess the first one really probably the most uh, looked at sought after one maybe is uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade which is just like the PS5 update for Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it looks pretty good to me mm. um, yeah I'm pretty excited for that uh, yeah. I don't have a PS5 <laughs> so I <laughs> if I did I would be uh, more excited but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see they updated the graphics because uh, people were saying that the um, the PS4 version like had some poor textures and things like that. Um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I've played the PS4 version on my PS5 because it was was it April or May or March? It was recently like one of the PlayStation Plus uh, free games. Um, so I downloaded it. Um, I don't really think I'll play through it all because I probably just don't have the time to get through it. But I just wanted to kind of see what it looked like. And yeah, yeah, it was at like 30 frames per second, but it looks bloody nice, you know, um, playing on the 4K yeah, from, TV. From like, and, an, from like an art perspective, like the uh, art design and art direction is really good, I think. Yeah, the lighting's um, amazing, you know, because it's got like, it's like Midgar, it's all got that kind of green neon kind of glow to everything as well. So it looks really sweet. But yeah, I probably would get this integrated version like when I finally get around to playing the game because, you know, you might as well take them, you know, <laughs> yeah. make the make the most of having the uh, the extra power. So, I think they have new story elements as well. Uh, yeah, I think there was something this. to do with uh, Yuffie, right? Yeah, so it says uh, players Wutai Ninja Yuffie Kisaragi, as she infiltrates Midgar and conspires with Avalanche HQ to steal the ultimate materia from the Shinra Electric Power Company. So, I guess it's like a new mission. Um, yeah, that's cool that they're yeah. they're adding some more content to it and not just uh, re-releasing it, mm. um, just like as it was. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we've got that. Um, we've got this uh, another game, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. And um, I don't, I don't think they're going to be talking about this one at the event. 
No, um, not too much. This is just on the the website. They kind of like bunched a whole like load of games together. But I think because they're all Final Fantasy VII, right? So we've got the remake Integrade, which is just a you know it's the same game. Um, Ever Crisis, I don't mean, which has already been announced, but it's a brand new game. And this new one, um, the First Soldier, which yes. So this is a a battle royale. Uh, mm. Looks like a shooter. Um, yeah. for for mobile devices kind of kind of crazy right <laughs> which is is which does not sound very uh final fantasy to me <laughs> no it doesn't at all does it um, um so yeah just bizarre uh but if we take a look at it um yeah yeah so we've got the uh the teaser trailer here yeah it's it's like a kind of like fortnite uh fortnite inspired i think yeah, or maybe yeah. Some, something like uh, Apex Legends, one of these, you know, big maps. Uh, it just looks know, so weird, shooter. like the the gameplay, but with the visual of Final Fantasy. I'm yeah, just not. It's, sh- it's, I'm not sure it's gonna work. It, it looks like a mod. Like yeah, it looks yeah. like a, a mod of a different game with like Final Fantasy skins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. It does look a bit janky though, doesn't it? Like the controls, the animations and stuff. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't want to call it a cash grab. Uh, yeah, but it, it's looking uh, like a total, total sellout kind of, <laughs> kind of game. Yeah, to me. I don't know. I mean, the one thing I will give it is that like, this is a like iOS and Android game, right? So the graphics are decent. Like, yeah, they look. This looks look better good. than like a Switch game. You know? Yeah, yeah. I would say. I think so. I think yeah, the Switch would struggle to it, run this. It looks so. nice. Um and I hate to judge something really hard like before it's even out or like yeah, you can yeah. try it. But just the fact that it's a battle royale and it's it's on mobile, you know, and it's it's Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's just such a weird, you know, like uh combination. Yeah, it like, does I, look a I can bit I, I can imagine like the guys, you know, sitting in their offices. Saying like how how can we sell Final Fantasy VII if we already <laughs> like remade it and then we we remade the remake with with Integrate yeah yeah and then and then we the the Ever Crisis is another remake it's like it's like a remake of it but with like uh, more faithful to the original yeah uh, game <laughs> so it's just, it's just like. Just kind of getting ridiculous. It's uh, a bit overload, isn't it? And the, yeah, the, 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 yeah, there's this kind of like I know they're trying to make like an expanded universe of Final Fantasy VII because I mean, since the first game came out like over twenty years ago, there's been lots of um, spin-offs um, for the game already. So that's nothing new. Um, but maybe just yeah, like after having such a good a good reaction to the remake of the original. They're thinking like, well, you know, there's probably room for more, more spin-offs then, you know. Um, like, I, I'm totally cool with it because I like being sold uh, Final Fantasy VII stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm t- and even this like uh, Ever Crisis uh, is cool to me because it's like the, it's like the original PlayStation game but just with more modern graphics. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it kind of looks like uh, Fantasian. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, because like, this, this is actually just Final Fantasy VII, right? But like yeah. remixed almost. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you remember that game uh, we we checked out? I think it was called Fantasian from a yeah, few yeah, weeks the, ago. The, the, yeah, the, the newest kind of like JRPG from Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it does look quite similar, right? It was like on Apple Apple TV or something. Yeah, Apple yeah. Devices, and it had this kind of like mobile. JRPG kind of classic style thing yeah, yeah. going on. So um I watched I didn't get to play Fantasian, but I watched some uh, let's plays of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh and I thought it seemed pretty cool. So I imagine this will be this will be good as well if you like appreciate that, you know, classic JRPG gameplay. Yeah, sure. Um, did you ever and, uh, did you ever see this? Uh this was a Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Uh oh yeah I I didn't really check it out at all but um, this is exactly what Ever Crisis looks like and I feel like they're just trying to do the same thing. Is this uh? Because this this came out this basically um 
from from what I heard, it was because like Final Fantasy fifteen, it took almost ten years to develop, and just cost them uh, so much money. They were trying to think of ways to like recoup that loss after like after it sold well, but not like crazy well, right? So Final Fantasy fifteen Pocket Edition was basically the same game, but just condensed down into like chapters, and with like these kind of like chibi like chibi graphics, and then yes. um, uh, Square Enix kind of does that like they did it mm. with drag dragon quest 11 like yeah you could, yeah you could play it on the 3ds you know and it's like the same game but with simpler graphics and things yeah yeah um, but, it, it's cool it's like they they get more um what's the word they they can use the same like uh planning you know like yeah. the store story and art and stuff uh but just different graphic graphical styles to make the same game again, you know. Yeah, well, you get a lot um, more mileage out of it, right? You, you you've already like yeah, playing the game, you've done all the artwork, you've done the story and all that kind of stuff. So this obviously like the graphics are different, so you need to make all that stuff again. But it's just like it's basically what I think it is, and it's kind of the reason it appealed to me actually, because I actually bought this on the Switch, is that it's just a ridiculously long like hundred hour RPG trimmed of all the fat and like fluff and presented in like a, a kind of a, a level based game or like chapter based game that lasts 20 hours instead, you know, and you oh, play okay. on your phone so- or you switch and then, you know, it's just, just streamlined of all the, all the nonsense. So this so, was like a, a pretty short experience then, right? Comparatively. Yeah. To a, to a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. I didn't actually well, finish the- it, but um, it was still too long even for me. <laughs> but I, I read yeah. that this uh, this Ever Crisis game, uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, that's the remake of of the classic ones. Yeah, it said, yeah. It says on the page that it's like four games bundled into one like remake. Uh, so it's it's not like just the original Final Fantasy VII, but it said they had um, they yeah. had like the other. Other stories as well. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, is it there on the page or? Uh, I'm looking at the main page say. and I can't see that. But what I do love is this title at the top. It says "Another Possibility for a Remake." <laughs> 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 so it's like it's so shameless. They're not even like trying to hide the fact. It's like, yeah, we just released the remake, but let's just do it again. <laughs> like, let's literally <laughs> remake it again, like the year after. That's so funny. So. There's actually there's a mod uh, called Remako. Oh, okay. And and it's it's for the the PlayStation edition of the game, like the mm. original version. And they just like upgraded the the textures and models and things. Yeah. And Interesting. Like, it seems like that's almost exactly what this is. Um, <laughs> but it, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I like to see it. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it it looks cool. Uh, I'll probably check them out as well. Um, but. Yeah, I think that's kind of all the information we've got on these titles for the moment, right? I guess um, I guess next week we can talk about it in a little bit more detail. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I just like to to throw in really quick. Uh, sure. While I was while I was searching uh, Final Fantasy news this week, mm. uh, they're also releasing the final expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh uh, yeah, I heard the, that. Yeah, the, the conclusion. MMO. Yeah. Yeah. So like the. The fourth and final expansion it's not like, bit. It's not called like End Game, but it's got like a similar name, right? Uh, yeah, I think End Walker. End Walker, that's it. Yeah. End Walker, yeah. So um, I haven't played that game, but uh, I guess that's cool. That's that's also coming this year. Mm. Uh, and then we saw a few months ago Final Fantasy sixteen, which is like the big PS five uh, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's coming. Um, so. Yeah, it's just kind of uh, kind of ridiculous. How many how many Final Fantasies is that? That's uh, ne- never enough. I mean, f- you know, the, the the name of the franchise is Final Fantasy, but the fact that it literally never ends. It <laughs> never five ends. Of them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and like two of them are, are remakes. Yeah, uh, well, I guess like even if it's the final one, if you remake it, that's technically not a new ending, right? It's just the same ending again. So you can just remake <laughs> the end over and over again. <laughs> That's funny, but uh, yeah. All right, and in our next bit of news, uh, the near replicant version one point two two, repeating numbers. Uh, 
is having a very interesting promotional campaign where this giant creepy head is being paraded <laughs> around Japan on a semi truck. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just totally bizarre, uh, <laughs> bizarre promotional campaign. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was reading through the article, and uh, so they, they are, there are like these keywords you have to find on Twitter. Okay. And then there's also going to be keywords uh, written on this truck or something. And okay. if you if you catch all the correct words, like you can win some kind of prize. Mm, okay. Uh, which is really wild. Um, but they're going to be driving this truck through all of Japan. So not yeah, just Tokyo. That's kind of it's crazy, a, right? It's like a national tour. Um, and... Uh, yeah, uh, apparently the head's name is Emil, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, the, the uh, name of the head. So I've been playing Automata, uh, the, the sequel to, to this game, uh, and this head sort of appears, but it's not really explained. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm looking forward to buying this near replicant uh, remake and figuring out what the, what the story is. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, this bizarre face. <laughs> it's just so interesting. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, I think when some people see it, it's really off-putting. You know, it, it's, it's pretty it's pretty creepy, right? Very, like, it's very odd. It looks like one of those Atlas stones that, you know, that, like, they lift in, like, strongman competitions. Yeah. <laughs> but, but with a face on it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, yeah. But the size and, like, the kind of the texture to it, it looks like one of those stones. It's um, so odd. Uh, I love on their website here, like all the little renders they've got of the truck. So look, the first one's kind of standard, right? It's in a uh, Asakusa, and you've got the golden poo in the background, and uh, oh yeah, and Sky Tree. But then you come down, and it's just like there's like Mount Fuji in the background, and the truck's just like driving <laughs> through a field or something. <laughs> it's <laughs> just very poorly photoshopped on there. Yeah, just destroying some crops. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you come uh, down here. This looks like Akihabara, I think. Yeah. Uh, in the picture, I don't know if there's any more. I don't think that's just those two. Oh, there's another oh, one. There here. we go. Uh, this is in Osaka, and this one, the truck is just literally levitating above the street. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the very famous street. You got the the puffer fish there, the fugu, up in the corner. Yeah, um, I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> Well, I always see these promotional trucks driving around in Tokyo. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, usually it's like an idol group or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. New new album and like the music is blasting and you know sometimes they even have like people dancing like inside the the truck. Or, or, mm -hmm. It's just you know weird stuff. Um, but I'm glad to see Near uh, being advertised this way as well. Just totally bizarre, you know. They do this kind of stuff quite a lot in um, in Japan. Um, there's quite a famous spot in uh, in Shinjuku Station. I don't know if you know about it, but there's like a giant wall inside the station where they always have like different promotional things. Yeah. So for one example, um, when Jump Force came out, the the kind of Shonen Jump fighting game, um, this area within the station, uh, they had all these kind of like fake like holes like built into the wall. So. I think you can see like the fa the three main characters on the poster here. Um, you've got Naruto, uh, Luffy from One Piece, and uh, Goku from Dragon Ball. And each of these holes, I think, is like the damage from like their attack. Oh, okay. I, th I, see. I think I think it's each of them. So I think the middle one. I'm sorry if I get this wrong for any like anime guys out there, but I think the middle one is the uh, Kamehameha, like the the like the power beam that Goku shoots. And then oh, maybe yeah. the, maybe this one looks like a like an impact. So Luffy can like get his like make his fist like really big into like a wrecking ball so it punched like a <laughs> Oh okay, <laughs> like, you know. gotcha. Um but this yeah, this uh this wall in the station, they always have these kind of events and stuff and the different kind of advertisements. But they always find really interesting ways to um to do it. And I remember like when I forgot the name of it, like the name of like um like one of the most recent Terminator movies. And basically it was just like, it looked like the Terminator is like broken through the wall. And there was like a few like Terminator, like like models, like kind of coming out of the wall. <laughs> so it looked like they just kind of like busted in and were just like invading the place. So oh, it, looked, it, looked, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I love the, uh, 
That's some some cool marketing strategies they have going on. Yeah. So for our next story, uh, it was announced uh, recently that Konami will be skipping E3 this year, which uh, maybe doesn't surprise a lot of people because, given the current you know situation across the world, um, holding E3 doesn't seem like a good idea. But I think it was earlier this week, maybe even last week, they announced that E3 would be all online this year. So given that, a lot of big companies that usually attend it are still going to partake. Um, But for Konami, I don't know, like Konami have just really been failing as a game company, I feel, for a long time. Oh, yeah. So like, like I almost like don't care that they're not going... (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i've heard a lot of bad stuff about konami like just like business practices and things like that yeah um, and uh yeah i i mean they have momotetsu right now which is like their big game mm. um uh momotaro densetsu it's like a it's like mario party without the mini games yeah yeah uh, I think we've uh, any fans of the show would know that by now. We've talked about it quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's been on the sales chart, sales charts, and it's probably not going anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. So I think that's their big game mm. uh, right now. But yeah, I feel like after like Kojima left, you know, their biggest franchise was obviously Metal Gear, um, and Kojima left, and then I don't know. They also have things like Silent Hill, which. They oh, even, yeah. I'm pretty sure they announced or like it was well known that they were in development of a new Silent Hill project and then it got cancelled. Um, but they even do things like, you know, like Pro, Pro Evolution Soccer, which has always been uh, quite a big rival to FIFA. And FIFA is probably one of the biggest selling games in the world, right? So for Konami, being able to make a, a successful football game soccer game whatever you want to call it <laughs> you know that must have been good business for them but from what i hear from my friends who do play those kind of games is that like pro evo is also just kind of completely just dropped down in like you know ratings and and people just much prefer fifa now so it seems just like on all kind of fronts konami are just letting like all of their franchises fail and just slip out of i don't know well, almost like I, slip uh... out of relevance you know I uh, work kind of close to the Konami building. Mm. Uh, it's a kind of famous building in Tokyo. It has the Konami logo on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and recently they've taken it down. So it, Oh, did it's they? Not, yeah, that was a few months ago, but it doesn't yeah. say Konami anymore. Oh, so interesting. I don't know if they if they moved or maybe they're still there, but the, the building they doesn't have might their have. name. I feel like I remember hearing news about that, but I can't actually remember. I remember actually Sony Sony did the same thing two two or three years ago. They had a oh, really? building in I want to say Ginza or like Nihonbashi or somewhere one of those are really expensive like business areas, and they yeah. they sold their headquarters, um, but they just moved to a different location. So like in the news, it was like oh you know Sony's gonna fail. They've sold their headquarters, but they just bought an equally expensive place somewhere else. <laughs> so like you know usually it's it's not what you think, I guess, with these kind of things. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got the uh, the statement here from Konami saying, uh, due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are deep in development on a number of key projects. So please stay tuned for some updates in the coming months. While we are not participating this year, we have great respect for the ESA and know that 2021 will be a great success. We will continue to support the ESA and wish the best to all participants at this year's show. So... Yeah, just a kind of generic statement there. Um, yeah, they're probably just not yeah. ready to to show off what they're working on. Uh, but, Possibly, uh, yeah. It does make me wonder. They say like we're in deep development on a number of key projects, but like what what <laughs> what are they working on? <laughs> that's and that's the secret, man. That's that's their their goods, right? Yeah, it could be another um, another Metal Gear Solid pinball machine, perhaps, or a, yeah. a pachinko machine. Sorry, <laughs> we we've had a lot of good titles coming out this year so far and, and some good stuff planned later. So, uh, you know, should be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah, not huge news. This obviously, I mean, like I say, considering how Konami has been performing recently and considering that like 
a lot of people are having to change their plans because of the situation. It doesn't really surprise me, but it's a shame all this all the same. Especially like uh, I don't know when I, when I think back to like my my childhood, you know, some of my favorite games were Konami, especially something like uh, Mystical Ninja Goemon. Um, oh yeah, which I hope one of their big projects, their deep development, is a remake of Mystical Ninja on the N sixty four. That just that make me so happy. I I would actually cry real tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, I guess we'll be wishing uh, the best for Konami and and their uh, key key yeah. projects uh, <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah but uh, anyway yeah so talking about uh exciting projects that we do know are coming out uh, we've got two new games one that has been announced and one that has just been leaked so uh i guess first why don't we talk about uh seiken densetsu yeah so uh, this has already been announced i don't re- i don't remember exactly when it was announced um but the hd remaster for switch ps4 and steam or pc yeah so it looks like a couple of days ago um yeah the pre-orders were released basically so um whichever platform you want to get this game for you can now pre-order it and um yeah wait for the release on uh, 24th of june yeah and uh let's see didn't they already release this in like a compilation on the switch yeah, so this is the, the copy here. I picked this up, um, I don't know, what, three years ago? I actually, yeah, I, oh, bought, wow. I bought this when I came to Japan uh, before, I mo- before I moved here to live, which I've been here for about three years now. So I picked this up just the vacation I took just before I came here. So it was about three and a half years ago. So it, it was one of the first games to come out for the Switch. Um, but this is basically just like a ROM, you know, it's just like an emulated version uh, of, of the original so um is that is that a compilation of the first three or is it just yeah yeah just so one? um yeah for anyone that's not aware like the second Densetsu series is called secret of manor in the west and the, but the numbering is a bit tricky because number second Densetsu one um i think it was called legend of manor or something like that on the game boy um and then second Densetsu two which is probably the most famous one is called Secret of Mana, which is on the SNES. And then Seiken Densetsu 3 is Secret of Mana 2. <laughs> so okay, it's all a bit of a mess, but it's actually the first, it's the three games in the series. Um, oh, okay, nice. But yeah, and, so... And those yeah. are just emulated there, right? Like it's exactly the same as the original one, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Um, sort of presented, you know, just on one cartridge. And uh, I mean, the, the text has been updated, you know, because... I mean, as you know, right, how like horrible it is to read Japanese as pixelated on like a SNES or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's all like nice, clear text and it, you know, renders in like a high resolution and stuff. But um, yeah, so it was Le- decent. Yeah. So Legend of Mana was the Game Boy. Game I believe Boy one, right? so. Yeah. Because they've already, they've already remade, like 3D remade Secret of Mana and Secret of Mana 2. That came out last year. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Early this year or last year. So yeah, this will be um, the remake of the the original Game Boy one, I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, and it, it looks like they're kind of sticking with the pixel pixel style on s- the sprites. From yeah, what it's I can weird, see right? Here. Yeah, because the the um, the backgrounds are completely redone. But I feel like the the pixels just look a bit lazy. Actually, <laughs> I'm not I'm not such a big fan of it. Like. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, it looks like hand-painted backgrounds with kind of pixelized uh, sprites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, uh, it's an okay look, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I the mean, backgrounds f- look gorgeous. So I think it looks great. But now yeah. the sprites look a bit too pixelated, you know? Yeah, it's hard. it's hard to balance like a smooth, realistic style with like pixels. Yeah, yeah. Um, like uh, the Octopath Traveler kind of did an interesting thing with that, you know, where they like, yeah, they had yeah. The, the the pixels like stylized and like included in three D environments, so it was it was done really tastefully. True. Yeah. I mean, this uh, is a very similar kind of thing, right? Um, but less less three D in the backgrounds, or like Fantasian, yeah. right? Like you were talking about earlier. Uh, they're not pixelated characters, but that's got a very similar style. 
Um, but I've always loved like this the art style of Secret of Mana. Um, and I'd say like Secret of Mana, the original one on the snares, it's probably my favorite like JRPG of all time. That was the first oh, one I ever man. played that had like uh, that wasn't turn based. So uh, pre-orders have begun, and that's going to be coming out uh, next month, right? Yeah, 24th, right, 24th of June, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, in our kind of uh, other kind of new game announcement kind of leak um, is the the rating for Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Prince's Edition for Nintendo Switch. So, um, again, we've talked about Nino Kuni quite a bit on the show before. Um, but, uh, yeah, number two, which released in 2018, came out on the PS4 and the PC. Um, it's a very lovely game, um, but it looks like it's finally going to come out on the Switch as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, it was leaked through a rating for the uh, ESRB. Uh, oh, cool. Which is, and, uh, that's, the, that's the European rating board, yeah. I got the, uh, I got the first game, Nino Kuni, uh, mm. on the Switch. Uh, it was actually, I think it was like 500 yen or something. It was like mm. super cheap. That was the day uh, the day Animal Crossing came out. Oh, nice. I, I, I wonder if someone made a mistake or something because it was so cheap. Um, <laughs> like it's supposed to be a full price game and then like it was on a sale like 95% mm. or something. Mm. Uh, but anyway, it's a great port. And uh, mm. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I've been happy with it. I like the game and I got it on PC as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I wanted to play it, you know, in a higher resolution actually. But yeah, so yeah. I, I had two copies of it now, but <laughs> uh, that was the first game. Yeah. Well, so, I've actually I've actually got Nino Kuni 2 on the PC. I bought it on Steam and I played it before Nino Kuni 1, which, as you know, I right, only started a few weeks ago um, playing it on mm -hmm. the stream, right? Um, and from what I've played of both so far, I actually prefer two for the combat. Oh, really? Because again, okay, cool. like Secret of Mana, it's actually like more real time. So you go in, you still go into like a, a battle scenario. But mm -hmm. I find the like the wand kind of combat from number one a bit clunky. Yeah, it was weird. I uh, I still haven't gotten used to it. Mm. It's it's very odd. You have to like run around and like avoid attacks physically, but then like the attacks are done through menus. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of a weird combination yeah and like um, you can move but i don't think i don't feel like it does anything like why can you move maybe you cannot dodge attacks but i don't know it just seems a bit kind of futile but like in, in number two i forgot the name of the, the character but like the main the main guy here with the blue jacket on the right he's like he's kind of similar to oliver in the first game where like he gets transported into nino kuni from from ichi no kuni and then oh, he has okay. to kind of figure out what's going on. You know, he meets all the characters and he has to figure out what's going on. I but really he, like he, his, he, his design. Like, it's very Ghibli, you know. Yeah, he's kind of like this... Cool. Uh, well, I guess he... I think actually in, in the story, he's actually the president of America. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and then... and then, he, Yeah, that's it, right? At the start of the game, he's, he's the president of America and he's in like the car, you know, and he's like presidential limo. And then, like, mm. they hit, like, a roadside bomb or something. And then, like, the car flips over and then, like, he passes out. And then he just wakes up in, like, Nino Kuni. It's so stupid. <laughs> but I, I haven't completed it. So I, I don't know if there's, like, a more logical explanation as to why that happens. But, like, uh, what I, I wanted to say is, like, the way that he fights, he has, like, a sword. So, like, it's a bit more, like, kind of uh, aggressive combat. And then he also has, like, a side pistol. So you can do some ranged attacks as well. Oh, that's um, cool. And yeah, the other characters like kind of battle with you. So I find it, yeah, a little bit more engaging than the first one. Um, but in terms of like, the style, the story, the overall presentation, I feel they're both very similar and they're both just really nice. So yeah, that's definitely, yeah. That's, um, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to pick this up as well because um, I've been wanting to check it out. Um, and uh, the art style is cool, mm. and I, I like the first game, and the the Ghibli style art is kind of makes it worth it too, mm. you know, just just to see the the worlds and the characters and things. Um, but yeah, coming to Switch, so that's good. Yeah, so hopefully uh, sometime soon. Uh, like I already own it on 
PC, but I'd probably I'd probably pick it up on Switch instead because that kind of game I just prefer to have, you know, portable and you can dip in and out you when you want to. It's much easier to to get through the grind, you know, than uh, yeah, definitely. Than when you have you have to be sat at the PC to get through it. So yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, we've got uh, one last story today, right, Ryan? Uh, you want to you want to introduce this one? Yeah, sure. So um, our last story for today is. Uh, there's a bizarre uh, puppet show, a, a demented puppet show promoting uh, Resident Evil Village. And uh, if you could pull it up here. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's, it's just this gruesome, like, puppets. <laughs> it's very odd, right? So, um, yeah, so th this is a probably a good time to point out that anyone listening to the podcast, the audio version, uh, we strongly recommend you come over and watch it with us on uh, YouTube because you'll actually be able to see exactly what we're talking about. Um, but it's actually quite cute though, right? <laughs> so like, it introduces the family of all the, uh, kind of the characters. Um, it's like a children's TV show, right? It's so well done though. Like they put so much effort into it. Like I'm really impressed, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a real show you would see on like kids TV or something. Yeah. Uh, so they're like going to paint together, right? They got yeah, these pockets. Yeah. Buckets of red paint. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chi yeah, Chi is blood and Kaki is like to draw, right? So Chikaki drawing oh. drawing with blood. Yeah, and um They've got these little brushes. <laughs> it's like so adorable. These yeah. vampires, uh, and they're gonna paint with the blood and <laughs> and it spills and they have an accident and the chainsaw rips the, <laughs> the puppet in half and it, it sprays like the tinsel. <laughs> yeah, it's like tinsel. It's not blood. It's it's like confetti and stuff. Uh, and fill, it's so fills up, though. I love it. Fills up all the 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 buckets with like this fake blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was feeling kind of weird while I was watching it because it, yeah. it's so it's so like dark, but then like mixed with this children's stuff, and it, it's not like scary, but it's just very off putting and like. I don't know. It's it's funny too. It's like it makes I, you I feel love weird. it personally. I think I think it's great. It's so creative. It's it's yeah. It's, it's, it's like such a comedy. Fun way to it's, promote such a what what you know. It, it's a game that could potentially be very niche, right? Because like horror as a genre, whether it's games or films or whatever, it's always quite divisive, right? Because a lot of people just don't like being scared. You know, like they don't want to be scared for entertainment, right? <laughs> And the same yeah. with games. I feel like when you're in the, you've got the control and you feel like you're the person being chased by a fucking 10 foot vampire woman or whatever the, the character is in this game. It's kind of scary, right? Um, yeah, but yeah. And this, I, don't know, yeah, I guess they're just trying to make ways to make it seem more appealing. So maybe more people pick it up. Um, I think, yeah, it's, overall, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but it's, it, it's, a, it's a great animation or. Or uh, it's a great puppet <laughs> puppet design. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so cool. It, it makes me want to play the game because I don't really play uh, Resident Evil that much. Mm. But after seeing this video, it really made me want to check it out. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it just shows like there's so much creativity in the genre. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There's, like, yeah. there's a lot to, to see there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then here at the end, it says like the number one reason people don't play the game is because uh they feel it's too scary yeah right so uh, this is actually um reasons that people didn't didn't buy biohazard 7 um so i uh, guess this is from uh this is from a survey taken in december 2017 um but yes it's 18.1 percent of people thought that it's just too scary uh two percent of uh, sorry 12.8 percent of people uh don't like horror games and then ten point six percent of people uh, said that it, they thought it was too grotesque, or it seemed too grotesque. Um, and just so the real game, uh, Resident Evil Village, it, it is a scary game, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it has it has like gore and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't checked out the uh, the trailer for Resident Evil Village, mm -hmm. but it it does seem kind of weird. They're like, are they advertising it so? Like they want to appeal to those people who who don't like grotesque thing things, but then actually the game is grotesque. 
Yeah, I think it's a bit tongue in cheek, right? Because if you look at the next screen, right after it shows you that, um, after it shows you the the survey, it then says like village biohazard. It's got like rainbows coming out of it, you know. And it's, <laughs> I think it's like, I it's think making fun of people who like don't like. Uh, I don't think of... it's making fun of people. I think what they're trying to do is say, they're saying like these are the characters of the game, right? These are all the bad characters. So the characters are like trying to sell you the game, saying like, oh, no, no, it's fine. You know, come come to our village. You know, it's all happy. And like, you know, we we, we do little songs and stuff. So yeah, it's a bit yeah. it's a bit like kind of breaking the fourth wall, right? That the characters of the game are interacting with you as like, like oh, a potential okay. buyer. I, that's the oh, vibe I, I get from it. I and think they're saying you're right. Like, they're saying, like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. And, it, and here it says, yeah, like 2nd of May, there's going to be a, a, a demo. Um, which I think is already the same demo that's out, but now it's just like it's available to everybody and not in like a limited time. Um, is this a, a PS5 game as well? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so PS4, PS5, Xbox, PC, uh, okay, everything. Cool. I think. Yeah. So, but overall, yeah, um, super goofy. I love the style of the puppets. Um, big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, and, uh, great advertisement this week. You know, mm -hmm. we got we had the near thing, and then this. Yeah, so exactly. Getting ready for some some good games. All right, so uh, Resident Evil Village will be releasing on May seventh. So uh, pick that one up, especially if you if you like puppets and gore. <laughs> I don't think the puppets are in the game, but yeah. Oh yeah. I hope I yeah. hope they are. I hope there's like I hope like you're kind of exploring like the creepy castle. And there's like a little Easter egg and there's like some puppets hanging up in the corner or something. That would be quite that would funny. Be, that would be great if they, they did the whole game in like puppet style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the, go the Squaresoft uh, approach, you know, kind of make make Resident Evil 8 and then remake it and then make the puppet like streamlined edition. <laughs> so it's just like for mobile only. That's how to really milk it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, this week we had a new Pokemon Snap released, mm -hmm. um, which we were talking about earlier. Um, and uh, during our Japanese portion of the show, uh, we're going to learn some some words from that game. And uh, lastly was Returnal. Mm -hmm. uh, so Returnal released on PS5. Looks pretty cool. Um, did you Did you pick that one up or have a chance to check it out? Uh, no, no, not yet. Um, I saw it in the shop, um, but yeah, did, didn't didn't have a chance to pick it up. I, I think we spoke about it last week and kind of just gave some initial impressions. So, yeah, so I don't looks, don't think my opinions really changed since <laughs> since I last spoke about it. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. So that mm. came out uh, last week. And I guess the last uh, announcement we have is uh, next week, uh, Famicom Detective Club is coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this, uh, I'm pretty excited about that one. This does look awesome, actually. Yeah, I um, I saw this again. I was in the shop earlier, and I, I was just gonna. I had to go to the shop for something else, but then I kind of, you know gravitated towards the Switch section as you do, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it was good, man. It, it looked really good. I was, sorry, it wasn't good. I didn't play it, but it, it looked really cool. I saw both of them on the shelf. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm quite into these like kind of text-based like adventure games. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about pick, picking up. Uh, they have like a double pack because it's, mm -hmm. it's two games, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. like a special edition that has both of them. I might get it because uh, I think it'll be great for studying Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So I, I've been playing. Uh, uh, Professor Layton, I probably told you that before. Um, but yeah. I also had um, Phoenix Wright, um, Ace Attorney, which is uh, Gyakuten Saiban in Japanese. Um, that's a really cool game. It's a bit tricky because it's definitely a aimed at like kind of high school or maybe like older kind of audience. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't know, this is like a crime kind of thriller game, right? So this is probably about the same level. Um, yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. Uh, but I, think I like the, the animations and stuff. It looks nice. Like the production, the level of production is just so high. Like yeah, all, yeah. Like it's fully voice acted. Um, each mm. scene has like nice drawings and animations and um, mm. the UI looks nice. Um, yeah, everything just looks polished. I guess, and Nintendo's publishing it, so I'm sure they, 
they're making sure that it's it's quality. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's definitely like a bit of an unusual style for Nintendo, but I mean, it's one that they already made, right? It's just a remake, but I guess it's just it's a franchise that never really like lived for very long, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, uh, and but, yeah, we can we can probably cover it more uh, as it comes up. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. once I start playing it, I'll be talking about it every week. You know, you know how it goes, right? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. But yeah, this is probably one I would do on the study stream because you know it's nice and slow paced. I can stop it at any point, you know, and like we can look at loads of good vocab and stuff. So yeah, um, that's pretty much yeah all the releases coming out for this week. So uh, why don't we move uh, onto the sales charts? So yeah, a couple of new obviously uh, entries. Um, Things we did mention last week, there's some that we didn't get around to mentioning, but there's a quite a few new entries here. Um, the biggest news, I guess, in this segment is that Monster Hunter has finally been dethroned by a near replicant, which is cool. Um, so that did 108,000 uh, copies in its first week. Um, oh, yeah, pretty good. Beating out the 86,000 that Monster Hunter did, but that's pretty crazy still. He's st still doing 86,000. Oh, yeah, I, I think Monster Hunter is a lot bigger than near is so we'll probably see near fall back down probably um, yeah maybe next week yeah yeah uh, but it, it's good to see you know like i was like a you know a bit of a, a bit of a shake up in the charts gets the juices flowing okay so yeah next up uh at number 10 uh with only six thousand sales but uh it's still coming in the ranking here atelier mysterious trilogy dx premium box which is the most dynamic title I've ever heard in my life. Um, so this is like a collection of like three JRPGs. Um, not sure what's going on. There's a little girl riding a barrel. <laughs> There's a ooh, little oh, submarine. Turned into submarine. That actually looks kind of fun. <laughs> it looks kind of like a Dragon Quest Eleven a little bit. Yeah, kind um, of, yeah. Maybe not, not quite on that level, but, mm. uh, you know, JRPG. Uh, yeah. Goodness. I'm not yeah, a fan I, of not... the anime girl design, though. I get yeah. a bit tired of that kind of character. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with this uh, this series at all, so if, mm. if there's anyone out there that recommends it, maybe leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. Yeah, let us know. Um, um, I mean, I guess it's fans of the series. It's like three games in one, you know, in one cartridge, so that's a pretty good deal, I guess. It's going to um, take you a, a lifetime to finish that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this... This looks fun. Toy Dozer. And you can like roll around like wrecking stuff. Picking up flowers and rocks. Right, it looks a little bit unconventional, <laughs> I guess. Like, Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting odd, right? yeah. looking. I, I'm a little bit surprised now that you pulled the trailer up. Yeah, looks, yeah. Uh, looks interesting. But, uh, well, yeah, that's uh, Atelier. Um, Mysterious Deluxe FX Premium, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> um and then we've got uh, Judgment. This is the the remake, not remake, just the upgrade version of Judgment yeah, for PS4. Yeah, the, the same game re-released mm. on uh, PS5 now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So again, we've talked about this one before. Um, so it just looks like they've redone the, redone the lighting and some of the textures and stuff. But it, it's at the core, it's pretty much the same game. It looks very similar to, you know, like um, the the uh, integrate version of uh, Final Fantasy 7 just kind of a you know a little fresh lick of paint just to make the most of the PlayStation 5's hardware oh yeah that's cool um, um, I don't know this next one here 15 Raiden 4 yeah Mikado Remix uh, yeah so this looks like some kind of like Gradius style just like scrolling shooter kind of bullet hell thing Oh, cool. We we had a R-Type Final 2 uh, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, now this one. But uh, this is like vertical, it looks like. Oh, yeah. Do you I've remember... I've been thinking, uh, thinking about uh, buying one of these, actually. Because I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to play one of these types of games recently. Yeah, they're quite good um, for like monging out, you know, and just, you know, you've got no energy, just, you know, shoot everything. I feel like if I play one of these, I'd quite like to get one of the, the joysticks. You know, oh, like really? an, I think you were talking about it the other week when you were buying an arcade stick, but I feel like this kind of game would be really nice for an arcade stick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it looks like it's it's got a vertical orientation. Mm. Is is uh is this on Switch that it? Uh, this is Switch the Switch game? version we're looking at now. Yeah. Also, uh, maybe you could get it to run in the vertical orientation with the Switch 
I'd imagine uh, so, yeah. They did that already with a few games. Um, but I always I know, thought like, that was cool. There's like an adapter you can buy for the Switch to get uh, to get it to have a vertical screen and then um, the, the Joy-Cons like snap on. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, other, yeah. other way. So yeah. I'm not sure, but I think this might be one of those titles mm. that, that's compatible with that. Yeah, it looks cool though. I mean, uh, not much to say about these games. They're always quite similar, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they, the they're all same great. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, they're all cool. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, yeah so uh, that is a Raiden 4 Mikado remix. Yeah, uh, in 17th place here, we've got a Quick Spot Master of the Right Brain, which is just kind of like a like a brain training kind of thing, but uh, made by Bandai Namco. Uh, we've got a Toki Chikake no Apocalypse, which looks like kind of another visual novel, very kind of anime style. Um, and then down at the bottom here in 29, we've got Wonderboy Asher in Monster World, which is the new uh, game in the Wonderboy series, which again, I think we mentioned uh, last week or the week before that. So um, yeah, quite a lot of new stuff in there. That's good to see just some kind of reshuffling in the charts there. Looks like sales are up for the consoles this week. Um, I think Switch is now over 100,000. It was a bit below last week. Um PlayStation 5 looking about the same. I think it was 16,000 something last week for PlayStation 5. Um, and the, with the digital edition, it was about 20,000. So I guess that's all, all the stock that they got in this week. Um, uh, yeah. But, looking forward to the day when uh, PS5's regularly in stock. Yeah, yeah. Um, although absolutely. I, I doubt the price is going to change. So I'm sure it'll be the same, right? Yeah, I mean... Um, it's definitely in high demand at the moment. Um, and there was actually some news, you know, uh, out this week um, that the PlayStation 5 has actually surpassed the PS4 sales um, of like 7.8 million units, or sorry, shipped um, within its first, what is this now, like six six months, five months, oh, four months? Oh, really? Okay. So there's more uh, PS5s out now than there were PS4s during its first six months? Uh, yeah, so this article here says uh, the PS5 sales have reached nearly 7.8 million units shipped worldwide during, it, during its extended launch period. The PS4 managed to perform almost as impressively with 7.6 million during the same time window. So, yeah, as much as people are complaining that PS5 is, like, impossible to get hold of, they've shipped 7.8 million units, and most of those must have been sold by now. So, doing pretty well. I do remember... When the PS4 actually came out, back when it came out, I was actually working in like a Sony a Sony shop. Um, I was working just like on a retail. And uh, I remember the day that the PS4 came out. And it was the same kind of story, you know, like we had loads of pre-orders that people came to pick up. But then after that, like every day, like 30, 40, 50 people would come in and be like, have you got any PlayStation 4s? Have you got any PlayStation 4s? And it was just, yeah, it was just like for months it was the same. So I think people have kind of forgotten about that now. And apparently they feel like, you know, PlayStation 5 is way worse than PS4. But, oh, apparently according to the numbers it's doing better. But it's basically the same situation. Yeah, Switch was like that too. I think I mentioned before, like in Japan when the Switch came out, mm -hmm. like you you couldn't find one for like the first, I think it must have been six months, maybe longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have been a whole year even. Like the Switch was just super rare in Japan. I think in the United States as well, it, it was really hard to get one Yeah, for, uh, for the first year or so. Yeah, um, absolutely was, yeah. But uh, yeah, anyhow, uh, I guess shall we move on to our uh, our Japanese for the week? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So our Japanese for the week, I've taken all of our words from New Pokemon Snap. And uh, most of this is great stuff to know because it's uh, not too not too difficult, but uh, just useful useful words um, pertaining to the environment and uh, photography and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the basic one is "shashin o toru" is mm. take take a photo. So mm. uh, this "toru" is used throughout the whole game. You know, mm. um, it'll say you know. Uh, toreru is like can can take mm. or toriso is like it looks like you could take a photo mm. easily 
like th there's a lot of different permutations of this this mm. grammar gotta know that one for pokemon snap mm. um and you might also see this uh satsue but it means uh filming or shooting mm. so, so uh, this is a word i use almost daily because of my oh, work yeah. i'm always satsue ing around <laughs> you know um, oh yeah definitely so yeah, as always with the words, you know, like the kanji always break down quite nicely as well because satsu, that's, um, just means photograph, right? Um, and a it actually means like shadow or like silhouette, or it can also mean like projection, you know? So it's a photograph, photographed silhouette or shadow, you know? So, uh, oh, cool. you know, yeah. they always, they always make a lot of sense, you know, kind of, um, grammatically or just logically. Okay, so uh, yeah, the next word we've got is a uh, chosa, which is um, to investigate, to examine. Uh, this is a word that you see a lot in games like Professor Layton. I'm sure you'll see it a lot in uh, Famicom Detective Club as well. Oh, definitely. Um, so chosa is yeah, examination, inquiry. It can be used in a lot of uh, different ways. Um. But yeah, in, in this in this case, because the kind of premise of the game, right, is that you're going around the island and exploring and kind of you're doing some kind of Chaucer-like research for the professor and kind of investigating, so. Yeah, this one's like also the word they use um, like to mean to, to, like when you go to the island to do the photos, mm. like to do your research or do your little adventure, mm. uh, it just says Chaucer. Yeah, yeah. So like, so. so like that's uh, like like in Pokemon Snap, they use it in like a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's also used as like to go research or like to go do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do the investigation. Yeah. Um. So uh, my example sentence for today was uh, "Chosa suru to erande kudasai." So mm. like, choose your your investigation route or like choose. Yeah, your, yeah your path or, or whatever. And yeah, Ruto um, is obviously just uh, an English version. Um, so that's a super easy word to, to memorize. It's a bit of a weird pronunciation because it doesn't match the English, but it is essentially an English word. So, uh, but this, this uh, game follows, you know, you're following roots like the whole game, right? So you probably see this word quite a lot as well. Oh yeah, um, definitely. So that's another one. Nice. Nice one to have that. So uh, next we've got a uh, kankyo, which is uh, environment. Yeah, kan kankyo is um, just, yeah, you know, nature, the environment. Um, mm. So uh, for our example sentence, we have um, shima goto ni kankyo ga chigao. Mm. So that, that is like on each island, the environment is different. Mm. you know or like you know the the type of nature you're going to run into is different depending on which island you go to yeah 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 so but i think the yeah, environment is really the, the the best translation for that word um yeah but they, yeah they're kind of like alluding to like well because it's like a volcano then that also means that you know there will also be like fire pokemon or whatever um but that's yeah another useful one because each island is yeah quite unique and there's different stuff there um so obviously yeah you go to these islands uh then you make uh, a discovery so we've got a hacking hacking oh yeah so in the game like whenever you take a a new pokemon mm. a photo of a new pokemon it says like shin da it's like <laughs> shin new, da yeah it's an a new discovery you know mm. a new pokemon yeah so uh yeah shin and uh Another one that's definitely English is uh, if you really nail the shot, he says, nice timing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice timing. Yeah, which is, it kind of makes me laugh every time. Even though I'm expecting it, it just makes me chuckle. Yeah, okay. So that's uh, yeah, pretty much a nice little collection of words that you're going to need to play Pokemon Snap in Japanese if you do want to do that. So uh, good job on that, Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe some more next time, right? Yeah, we could probably fit. I mean, there's always loads to play. Um, but I think the, that game particularly, it's quite easy um, to get through. Um, but I did also notice that if you're like a, an absolute beginner or 
you're kind of just getting into reading stuff. I noticed that there's actually a furigana mode you can turn on in the options. Um, oh, yeah. So if you're not so comfortable or confident with the kanji, then you can turn that on and it'll, it'll basically just tell you how to pronounce all the words as well. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess that kind of wraps it us up for this week. Yeah, end of uh, episode six already. We're almost, almost uh, two months in, almost. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, still going, going strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have to do something about your internet connection though, because your your camera's still a little bit, a little bit choppy there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll figure something out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So but, yeah, we're, we're making tweaks as we go, guys. So uh, always just be be patient with us and let us. Uh, <laughs> let's figure this out as we go yeah we uh, we're just getting started with it really so yeah cool so um yeah as always uh thanks for listening everybody uh if you want to follow me on twitter then you'll find me at kantan underscore japan uh posting about games and stuff in japan and all that kind of fun stuff and uh yeah we do be doing just streams here on the channel gameplay videos unboxings sometimes i'll play the guitar all, all kinds of fun stuff uh, related to gaming in Japan. So thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. See you next time.